Tom Withers. Hey, so we were talking to, to Andrew Berry the other day, and he had some real nice things to say about Baker Mayfield, um, how engaged he's been throughout the, the entire offseason. Just want to get your general impressions of Baker now that you've had, you know, I've been on the field with him at least for a few days. Yeah, he's doing a, a very nice job. You know, I went down to see Baker uh, March prior to everything going crazy. So that was really our first time to get in person and, and talk about life and get to know each other, if you will, down in Austin. So from that moment until now, I've been very impressed with Baker. He is all ball. He understands uh, his role. He understands what we want him to do in this offense. Uh, he's doing it he, uh, on the field, just watching him get through the cadence and, and kind of line people up. Very impressed with him. I know Andrew mentioned you know, his, how the shape he came in. And it, it is, it's really impressive. He did a nice job. And that just doesn't happen. Uh, there's a lot of work that goes into that. And he clearly has done the work. Andrew also mentioned, Coach, that Baker's done a really nice job of kind of creating chemistry through a very difficult time. How vital is that? And do you notice that as just kind of a, we've been around Baker long enough, it's kind of a, a genuine quality of his. How important is that from that position? Yeah, that position, you know, your job is to make other people better, number one. And in order to do that, you really have to get to know guys, and you got to know what makes him tick. And I think one of his strong suits is understanding his peers, his teammates, and he uh, he works at it. So that is definitely a, a strong suit of his. Great. Our next question will be from Mary Kay Cabot. Uh, yeah, Kevin, can you maybe just elaborate on that a little bit? I mean, that really seems like going above and beyond the call of duty for for you to actually, you know, go to see. Baker. So can you just tell us a little bit about what your thinking was behind doing something like that and how it came about? Yeah, I think just that relationship, as everybody knows, the head coach quarterback relationship is important. Uh, I hope to travel to see many different people, uh, you know, in the off seasons, but I just felt like it was important for me to sit face to face with him, meet his family, kind of get uh, get to know each other. And uh, uh, that's something that I will continue to do. Uh, and that's really been, you know, that was a charge going back to March. And even now the charge is we got to get to know each other real quick. And, uh, you know, we want to come together as a team. And part of that is we really got to work. I have to work hard. At, our coaches, our players have to work hard at getting to know each other uh, in, in a bunch of different ways so that we can, you know, come together and, and get ready to, to go practice and, and play and there's just this element when you are virtual when you do have two separate locker rooms when you have the plexiglass up you have to work extra hard to come together now in retrospect when you look at that meeting uh, it probably uh, stands out as being even more pivotal to you uh, because you weren't able to get to know him in person thereafter right yeah i hadn't i didn't know about this global pandemic though i will admit uh, that wasn't part of the thing. But it was uh, very fortunate that, that the timing worked. I was able to get down there uh, and, and spend a, night, a good night with him. Next question is from Daryl Ryder. Now that you've had a couple of days at least to be on the field and, and do some walkthroughs with these guys, just, you know, what are your early observations? What were you, what, what have you been able to glean from those, if anything? And, uh, you know, just what do you take away from what you saw? Yeah, Daryl, I think what is – Obvious to me is that guys worked very hard in this offseason, both physically and mentally. Um, I think watching the uh, walkthroughs, watching the coaches interact with the players, there's, there is a good understanding of what we want to do. Now, I'll steal a line. I talked to Coach Kubiak the other night, and he said it. It's right. The, the teaching is ahead of the doing right now. So we had a really good offseason of, of teaching. 
uh, we've had a ton of meetings to, to this point. And now with these walkthroughs, we're finally doing. So just to see the guys walk through techniques and I mean, literally walk through, you know, we're having a, a period where these guys are not moving very fast, but they're getting the, the body to get through the football movements uh, is really important. So I've just been impressed with what the guys have been able to retain going back to the spring. And then like we talked about, the guys attacked the offseason in the weight room and, and showed up in really good shape. And how much time have you been able to kind of spend with some of these rookies? You know, this is they didn't have that traditional uh, introduction to the National Football League this offseason. Everything was done, you know, virtually or whatever. But just what do you take away from the young kids, you know, Jedrick Wills and Del Pitt and, and those guys? They're uh, bright eyed. You know, they're, they're listening. And uh, so I've really enjoyed truly getting around to the different positions and, and watching the coaches coach, uh, watching them teach. And the guys are absorbing. And we have to just be so efficient in our days, uh, try not to waste the day, try not to waste the period here out of practice. So the guys have been uh, very engaged. Jeff Shadell, your line is open. Do you just need more bodies uh, to get through training camp on the offensive line with four Guys opting out? I wouldn't put it that way. Uh, I think we need good players. And I think that's Andrew and his staff are going to work really hard at, at all these positions. And, and if we should have a need somewhere, we, we want to get a, a good player in here. We, we, we want to we make sure that we're bringing guys in that have uh, a chance to develop. Great. Our next question will go to Dan Lobby. Do you feel like you have a good grasp at some of those positions up in the air as to who, like, you know, might go first, might go second, or, or is that hard to do without much of a spring program? What do you mean uh, first? Well, like, you know, at right guard, you know, for example, who might be your, your number one, number two? Uh, I mean, I think you operate from a depth chart, uh, understanding that positions are, are open and this is a competitive place. Now, someone has to start, like you said, but then the, the next period you may start somebody else and the next day you might start somebody else. So, We'll just make sure that with each one of those positions that are, that are up for grabs and, and have an open competition, which I think brings the best out of people, we'll make sure that we get the amount of looks that we need to make an informed decision moving forward. But we do have time. All right, next up is Scott Petrick. Were you surprised guys came in in as good a shape as you mentioned, just given the restrictions some guys had in finding facilities to work out in? I wouldn't say surprised, Scott. I'd say impressed. Uh, but I knew that because we were one of the teams that required them to videotape their workouts and send them into us. So I think there was value in that. And I, so I've seen guys in their garage using the coolers as a bench rack. Uh, so I just, I love the message that, it, that, that those workouts sent to their teammates, that, they, that nothing was gonna hold them back to get their work in. Uh, so I think you, we've seen the fruits of that work with the guys showing up here. Uh, and it's not over, I should mention. I mean, there's plenty of work to do in the weight room. There's plenty of work to do in the meeting room, on the field. But uh, I really think the guys made the off-season program count. And with the walkthroughs, how important are they given the off-season was all virtual? And with your wide zone, like, can you guys – is it really beneficial to have the walkthrough or do you need to be full speed to, I mean, to really gauge what you're trying to do? Yeah, I think the walkthroughs are awesome. I mean, we need – there are meetings on the field at a minimum, you know, so it's, we're outside, which is beneficial, and we're lining up. Now, we're also lining up. We're spreading out. We're being safe early here in camp. But, yeah, I, I think, Scott, there's a progression to teaching. Uh, we've certainly had a lot of the meeting room uh, part of this, 
but then there you always want to walk through before you do something full speed so that's kind of this uh, works out really nicely in, in our teaching progression. So we'll go to Jake Trotter. How, how do you feel about the position that, that Andrew and his group has put your offense in from this offseason? And really, specifically, you know, we were talking about Baker earlier and, and you know, how he's how he's arrived. Uh, you know, the position they put Baker in and surrounding him, um, you know, dressing tackles, signing Hooper, bringing in Case, uh, for him to be successful. I think Andrew and his staff did an outstanding job going back through free agency, through the draft, uh, you know, you know, you asked the question about the offense, but I, I really think they had a plan uh, for the entire roster. As it pertains to the offense, yeah, I think it's important uh, to have a productive offense. There were some parts that we felt we had to go out and acquire, uh, whether via free agency, via trade, via the draft, and we had a plan. And certainly you would hope if you're doing that, you're making life easier on the quarterback. That makes sense to me. But I think the plan was more so let's bolster this offense uh, as much as we can. Nate Ulrich. One aspect of Baker that we haven't discussed with you is related to something that you had said a while ago about, you know, protest and uh, getting the arena. And uh, since then, he has come out and said that he, you know, absolutely will kneel during the national anthem. So I was wondering um, what discussions you've had with him about that and uh, what you think of him, you know, as as a leader of your team coming out and, and taking that stance. Yeah, I'm proud of all of our guys that have done the research, have educated themselves, have been very thoughtful about their actions, about their their words. Uh, and Baker certainly fits into that category, someone who's passionate, uh, but he, he's, he's listened uh, before, before doing. And I just think that's so important. Uh, you know, social justice is something that we are gonna constantly, as a team, talk about. We uh, have formed a social justice committee. We're going to make sure that we're uh, talking and listening to each other and then ultimately doing. And Baker's a great example of that. Uh, but just all in all, I've just been so impressed with our guys uh, understanding the, uh, the change that they can affect uh, throughout this offseason and it's going to continue through this season. Great. We'll go back to Mary Kay. Were you relieved or were you worried based on some of the things that Odell had said? And I know they were two weeks ago, but were you concerned at all uh, that, that maybe he wasn't uh, going to play, that maybe he might opt out this season? No. So you, you knew all along that, that he was going to be all in. And when you saw that Wall Street Journal article, then it, it, you weren't faced by that. Uh, I'm not trying to give you a short answer to, to appease Rob, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I just I, my conversations with him have been very positive. Okay, good. Then the other thing real quick. Um, Jarvis Landry, are you proceeding as though uh, you're going to have him for the opener? I know you you are already thinking about that first game. So are you envisioning that you're going to have Jarvis on the field for that, or are you trying to think about plan B and plan C? I think for all of our guys that are working through, it, whether it's an off-season surgery or really anything, Mary Kay, I'm, I'm so focused on today and tomorrow and maybe a week. I don't know that we're going that far out because we don't have to. Uh, I just know that each one of our guys, we have a plan. We got really smart people here. Got a great training staff and a great strength and conditioning staff. We have a plan for each guy, and guess what? It varies for each guy because we're not going to treat a guy, you know, Jarvis, for example, the same as you're going to treat an interior offensive lineman or whatever it may be. So we'll have a plan uh, to bring him along just like we will really all of our guys. All right, we'll go to Zach Jackson. Everybody knows about J.C. Treader's role with president of the NFLPA, but I want to ask him what he means to you. Ask you what J.C. means to your team, both as a player and as a leader as you go through this strange Yeah, I think that center position is so important to this offense, any offense, 
I was fortunate to be around Matt Burke, uh, a very intelligent, good player uh, for many years. John Sullivan, intelligent, good player. I've been around some really good centers. Garrett Bradbury recently at, at Minnesota. JC is, is really fun to be around as a coach because there's just no limit to what this guy can do from a mental standpoint. And what that does for the entire team, for the quarterback, I think is really important. On top of that, JC plays really hard. And I think there's such an, an a element with that offensive line that Coach Callahan demands about being gritty and tough and playing through the whistle. And I think I see that on tape from JC. So as excited as I am to, to work with him and and diagnose blitzes and all that, which he's certainly capable of. I just think I love the style of play that he brings to the Cleveland Browns. Great. We'll go to Marla Ridnour. One, just one more thing about your meeting with Baker in March. Is there something that sticks out, like something he said, you know, a scene sitting around the dinner table or, you know, that just kind of something that made an impression or you'll always remember? No. Um, I I was, uh, yeah, it was just good for me to get down there, Marla. Uh, Again, that's an important relationship. Uh, I know other coaches have done that before. Uh, I want to make sure I get to know a bunch of guys uh, in in the future. But I'll just tell you, it's just important for me to get to know the person, get to know the family. Uh, So they were gracious hosts down there in Austin. Tom Withers. Hey, back to that meeting then in March. Kevin, at that point, how much did you know about what Baker had accomplished or didn't accomplish last season like what was your familiarity with what he went through and did he convey any of the disappointments from last season to you yeah I would say we when you spend as much time as you spend with somebody you know in in a day like that you you cover all the bases but I just will tell you from that moment till now I I, I see a very committed football player uh, who's ready to lead who's who's excited to to play but I just I go back to I, I think Baker's a really good teammate. I think he really understands his teammates. I think his teammates want to play hard for him. Um, and I, that just goes back to that thing he's got that nobody can put a finger on and, and that, that the quarterback position has to have. you got to have it. you got to make sure that you're bringing your guys along. I mentioned earlier the number one job of a quarterback is to make the guys around you play better. And, and there's a bunch of different ways to do that. It's like the point guard on a basketball team. And I just think Baker – uh, has embraced all of that from the moment he and I have uh, got to know each other. When you guys signed Case, everybody looked at it as, wow, that's like the ideal guy for Baker. Have you already seen that relationship kind of form in its early stages? I am. And, you know, having coached the position, I know that room is unique. Uh, there's a lot of unique rooms in a, on a football team. But that quarterback room, you got to work together. And I've seen great examples of it in my career. And uh, this one, I think, is, is in that same vein with Case, with Garrett, uh, Alex Van Pelt, just the way he, the, Alex's uh, demeanor, the way he runs the meetings, the way he is out in the field, I think there's uh, a great uh, thread running through that room. And, and certainly Case as the old, old, old veteran in that room plays that role, I think, really well. 